Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Well, Leslie, Americans love remodeling Home Sweet Home. Do you know it's a $150 billion a year industry? But are you remodeling to pump up your resale price or to settle in for the long term? Well, before you shell out several thousand bucks, plan accordingly. Read our guidelines for making your remodeling project pay off when you hit moneypit.com. Just click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now, 888-MONEYPIT. Coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. I'm a guy that uh, finds that on a very warm, hot day, you actually can uh, enjoy the cool, peaceful surroundings of a damp crawl space, Leslie. <laughs> you know, and that's something that only someone who spent 20 years in the home inspection business would understand. You're like, ah, it's a 100-degree day. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get in that crawl houses. space. I'm going to go lay in the crawl space. And, you know, while I was laying there, I actually learned a lot about houses in all of those years through crawl spaces and basements and attics and electrical boxes and heating systems and plumbing systems and toilets and sinks and tubs and shower pans and everything pretty much that can go wrong with your house. You, on the other hand, had a much more charmed well, existence. I, I had my experience in a, a bit more of a glamorous way, if you will. <laughs> Although laying in a many, crawl space many on a hot people day? think it's glamorous. <laughs> you know, the, the job of being a TV home improvement person is that while you get to be on television, and most people think that that's fantastic, you really do the grunt and gritty work. You know, you get in there, you clear the rooms, you get dirty, you build stuff, you cut your hands, you're always in the thick of it. So even though it may appear glamorous because you're watching us in that small or large box in your home, Home, it's still tough out there, so I might not have been in a crawl space, but I could probably take you. You, you really don't have like this big grunty guy that just kind of steps in and does all the work, and you come back when they say, "Miss Segretti, it's time for your close-up." Uh, but first, they apply my <laughs> lipstick. No, it's like people think that, and you know, the first thing when the homeowners actually start working with us on whether it's while you're out or trading spaces, they are amazed that there's not a team of people who come in and actually do this. They're like, "Wait, you really empty out all the furniture?" I'm like, "Yes, that's right," and I'm going to see what all the gross things are you have hidden under your bed, and I'm going to learn everything about you. <laughs> and then I'm going to talk about it. On TV. And then I'm going to talk about it in front of millions of people. And then on the radio, too. Exactly. Point being, we actually do know what the heck we're talking about. We <laughs> learned it the hard way, and we're here to help you with what we know. So call us right now at 888-MONEY-PIT. You know, with the housing market cooling, more of us are fixing up Home Sweet Home instead of moving. And we're actually on track to spend over $300 billion on home improvement products and services That's huge. this year. It's a huge market. 
Well, and part of that huge market is rebuilding areas hit hard by last year's hurricanes, and there were a lot of damage in a lot of areas hit hardest. But most of home improvement spending is fix-up and remodeling by people who've decided to stay put. So if that's you, call us right now with your home improvement or repair question, one eight 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 Money Pit. And if you ask us your question on air, you're going to be entered into our random drawing to win a wonderful new faucet. That's right. It's from Peerless. It's a Peerless lavatory faucet. It comes <laughs> you in and that chrome. lavatory. I love that word, lavatory. <laughs> it's a Peerless. <laughs> it's that's right, a Tom. Peerless lavatory faucet in chrome. You know, I'm pretty lucky that it's not a Peerless lavender. Lavatory <laughs> Well, you know what? I've actually thought of one place where they do use the word lavatory, and that's on airplanes. That's true. That's true. So that's I guess a, when you're above 10,000 feet, it's all okay bathrooms become lavatories. <laughs> you develop a different vocabulary, so it's, we can use it. Let's We're try allowed. it right now. If you'd like to win a lavatory faucet <laughs> from Peerless worth 65 bucks, we're going to give one away this hour on the program. one 888 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's first? All right. John in Savannah, Georgia, I think you called just in time. Tell us about your problem. Um, yes, I can usually fix almost anything in the house, and I have a gas dryer, clothes dryer, and um, it continually is burning my clothes in oh, little no. creases. Like to a crisp? No, no, just in creases. It's almost like it looks like wherever the, col- the clothes are folded over, there's a little crease, and where that crease is is a burn mark on my clothes. Does it look like a black burn mark? Yeah, it's black or dark brown. Like when right. you burn a marshmallow. No, actually, I know exactly what's wrong. Um, I Here's the good news. I don't think that it's burning it. What I think is happening is I think that there's a rubber roller that the dryer tumbles around. And in some types of dryers, what happens is the, the, the clothes actually get tangled with those rollers. Uh-huh. And it actually um, leaves like a rubber. It's almost a tread mark on the clothes. I've seen this before. That's one thing that comes to mind. The other thing is, if there is any kind of a, of a burning issue, then um, A, you may have a problem with the thermostat that controls the amount of heat in the dryer if it overheats. Uh-huh. Um, or B, you could have a simple venting problem. Now, is this a single family house that you live in? Yes, and I did clean the vent out, so maybe it's the thermostat. And it is venting. Okay, so it could be the thermostat or it could be the rollers. Either way, you got to get this fixed quick, especially if it's if it's burning. Let me give you a resource, a web-based resource that's pretty good. It's repairclinic.com. These guys maintain a database on pretty much every repair problem out there in every brand of of uh, dryer, and can pro- have probably heard this many times, many more times than I personally have, and can tell you exactly what to do and what part you'll need to fix it based and on the brand. And get to that, that part have. in 24 hours. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right, well, we we don't use it anymore, and you know it's one of those things where, um, as soon as I can get it fixed, it was a decision: do you buy a new one or do you try to fix the old one? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'll I'll go online to repair repairclinic.com. All one word. Yes, all one word. Okay, John. Very good. Thank you, and thanks for answering my question. You're very welcome. I love your show. Take care. Thanks for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Peggy from Minnesota is looking to remove some moldy sheetrock. What happened? Did you have a leak, a flood? Hello. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. You're so welcome. Tell us how the sheetrock got moldy. Well, I'm not actually sure if it's a true mold. Uh, We live in a house about 60 to 70 years old, 
And we have a decorative sheetrock-type wall covering in our basement, which was put in about, oh, 20-plus years ago. It's becoming discolored in spots. Although it doesn't smell moldy, there's no moldy odor. Is the basement damp and moist? It, it possibly could have been. Okay. You know, um, the, I mean, at some point, it must have been. I guess that's my only thought. Well, do you run a dehumidifier down there? We do, um, not full-time, but I do try to run one when it's uh, warm and hot and humid in the summer. Okay. Well, if it is mold, you have to be very careful about how you approach it. I'm going to send you to our website at moneypit.com. We actually have an entire mold resource section there. If you click on ideas and tips and click on the mold resource guide, you can actually see all of the um, tips for cleaning up mold, and there's some links to the EPA uh, pamphlet that's online also about cleaning up mold, and there's a lot of great information there. You have to approach it very carefully because you don't want it to become airborne, but essentially you're gonna, what you're probably going to do is spray it down with a bleach and water solution and then clean it up if it's a small area like that. If it's a larger area, then you really have to take some personal protective measures so that you don't breathe that stuff in. But the quicker you get to it, the smaller the problem is going to be. Okay, so I I do suggest you go to moneypit.com, click on the mold resource uh, section right there, and then read through all the tips, and you'll be good to go. Great. That's what I was hoping to find, uh, what type of, say, face and and nose protection we might need or... Yeah, exactly. Um, Click on there. You're going to want to use a respirator while you do this, and one with a charcoal filter works best. But, uh, again, go to the website, moneypit.com, and click on the Mold Resource Center. Peggy, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Well, here at the Money Pit, we get countless calls about mold. We even get tons of emails about mold, not the kind that's in your fridge growing on that blue cheese that you might want to eat or the kind from something you need to throw away. We're talking about the stuff in your house, and some of it can actually be bad for you. Well, Tom and I can sort out the ins and outs of mold and what to look for. Exactly. We actually put together a mold resource guide that actually goes through step-by-step all of the common questions that we get on this program about mold. And we made it very easy for you to use it. It's live right now at moneypit.com. Simply click on Ideas and Tips and then click on the Mold Resource Guide. If you see some of that icky black stuff growing on the walls of your house, if you're having trouble breathing in your house and it clears up when you go away, go to our website at moneypit.com and click on the Mold Resource Guide. So maybe your major home improvement project doesn't involve, I hope it doesn't, a mold cleanup, but it could involve some other part of your structure. If you're going to do that, you might need the services of an expert to help you get through figuring out what you can take out and what you can knock down and what you better not knock down or your house could fall down with it. We will tell you the ins and outs of taking your house apart next. Dear John Deere, I just love my new John Deere 100 series riding mower. I was positively thrilled when I felt the added performance of that exclusive John Deere engine powered by Briggs & Stratton. And when I saw how great my lawn looked, I got so excited I mowed every lawn on the block. Now we just have to figure out who wins the Yard of the Month award. All the best, Hank. Find a retailer near you or check out the new 100 series at JohnDeere.com today. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. 8-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. 
With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. Too hot. Too cold. Too hot. Too cold. Don't let this happen to you. This poor temperature-challenged creature is the victim of a home without zone control. Some rooms insanely hot, others crazily cold. Rather than running from room to room trying to get comfortable, find a cure and find it fast. What is the cure? April Air Zone Control for new and existing homes. April Air Zone Control brings comfort to every area of your home. So hurry to AprilAir.com for immediate expert help and for the location of the AprilAir Zone Control dealer nearest you. Comfort is only a mouse click away. So go to AprilAir.com now. Too hot. Today, all Americans are feeling the pinch of high energy prices. And this winter, the cost of heating your home could account for nearly half of your energy bill. I'm Energy Secretary Sam Bodman. With steps you can take to save money and make your home more energy efficient. First, give your home furnace or heat pump a checkup to ensure it's running as efficiently as possible. Proper insulation in attic, ceilings, floors, crawl spaces, and exterior and basement walls can save 30% on your home energy bill. And insulate the heating ducts even in unheated areas of your house. Finally, installing a programmable thermostat will ensure you don't pay for for energy you aren't using. Program the thermostat down to 65 degrees for eight hours a day to reduce your heating bill by up to 10%. You have the power to make a difference. You can reduce your home energy bills and help our nation reduce its energy use. For more energy efficiency tips, please visit our website at www.doe.gov or call toll-free 1-877-337-3463. This powerful savings message is provided by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Alliance to Save Energy. portion of the Money Pit is being sponsored by Metal Roofing Alliance. We call metal roofing investment-grade roofing because in your lifetime, a metal roof will save you money and add value to your home. To find a Metal Roofing Alliance contractor or to learn more about investment-grade roofing, visit www.metalroofing.com. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, one money pit and if you're like me and hate, and hate, try to hunt and peck on the phone and figure out what's the M, what's the O, what's the N, it's 888-666-3974. 888-666-3974. you're a whiz on your little personal communication device. I can't I know, believe you amazing, don't know right? the phone numbers, letters, <laughs> yet. Yeah, I can do the I can do the two thumb type in on the BlackBerry, but forget the phone thing. I hate trying to figure out how to spell those words. <laughs> you know, the worst part is that I always forget that the seven has the Q in it. So I'll be ah. like spelling things out, and for every time I thought there was an S, I've put in an R because uh. I'm like, darn the Q. Now we know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard too, since your last name is Segretti. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? If you're tackling a major home improvement project that includes changing your home's floor plan. You need to understand which walls in that house you can move and which you'd better leave alone. Or if you do move them, 
So don't wanted, just start knocking down walls yeah, willy-nilly. Don't just start taking stuff apart. You know, put the chainsaw away <laughs> and step away from the wall. Put it down, step away from the wall, and think about what you're doing. The one way that you can get some information on that is to hire a structural engineer or an architect to actually help you design that remodel. In some cases, that makes a lot of sense. Let's say you're going to put in a sliding glass door on a two-story house where you have the entire weight of the wall above it. Let's say you want to, like one time somebody called me and said, can I cut that pipe out of the, that plumbing pipe out of the middle of my basement? I said, do you mean that plumbing <laughs> pipe that's holding up the big fat wood beam that's like holding up your floor system? They go, yeah, that one. I'm like, well, no, you can't mm, no. cut that plumbing pipe out because it's not a plumbing pipe. It's a lolly column and it's holding your house up. Oh, I like that. And it's going to make it really hard to shoot pool when your house is like crushed the pool table, you see? A so you don't want to do that. That's why it's a good idea once in a while to hire a pro to help you get through those spots. So don't just start cutting stuff away. If you're going to take apart bearing walls, get the advice of a structural engineer or an architect before you do that. All right. Well, here's something you don't need the advice of a structural engineer to do or a structural engineer, as I stumble on my own words. But we have a great prize for you, and it's something that can freshen up the look of your bathroom. And this hour, we're giving away the Peerless Two-Handle Chrome Lavatory Faucet or Bathroom Faucet. It's worth about $65, and it features a charming teapot-inspired design. And the lever handles also come with a set of porcelain inserts that can coordinate with any decor that your bathroom may have or might be going to have and like all peerless products this faucet is engineered for durability and if you win and you need a little help installing it don't be shy peerless will stay with you through every step of the way on the phone offering plain spoken advice and helpful tips and you can also reach them at their website which is www.faucetcoach.com so not a bad prize this hour 888-666-3974 who's next Gregory from Alabama has a question about a popcorn ceiling. What can we do for you? Yes. Well, in my utility room, I've got a washer, dryer, water heater, and the furnace. And the popcorn ceiling around the light fixture is uh, kind of peeling and falling off for two or three inches around that fixture. Okay. Sounds like there's uh, might be a moisture or some other reason that you're getting an Because usually the popcorn there. doesn't react with the heat. Yeah, there could be moisture or some moisture. other reason. It, from it's, in the it's, attic or moisture from in that room? Yeah, well, the attic's right above this. Yes. Well, see, what happens is the hole in the ceiling acts as a moisture chimney. And the moisture that's in the room vents, wants to vent and get up into the attic space. So think of that, that light fixture as sort of an intake duct. Uh -huh. And so that's probably what's happening. And um, what you might have to do here is scrape away some of that popcorn and do some spot priming in that area. And then you'll have to use some of the repair material that's available at home centers to sort right, of touch up. Before use some use some kills or something like that. Yeah, exactly. But but get, get you know go a little bit wider than what you think you need, and and go ahead and put some kills on there because that's going to help you get that adhesion back again, and get that sticking power. If you try to put on the popcorn ceiling repair before that, you might find that it falls off again. So you really need to sort of neutralize that spot and get it working properly. Okay. All right. Greg, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Usually people want to get rid of their popcorn ceiling. He, he wants, wants his back. back. He wants to put it back. I want my popcorn back. Mm -hmm. I like it, and I miss it. <laughs> well, you know, if there's only one spot like that, then I could <laughs> certainly see his point. But, you know, those, those high-hat light fixtures, if they're on the second floor or there's an attic above them, remember, that's a place where you're getting a lot of heat and a lot of moisture that escapes. And, in fact, one time I actually had a house that developed mold in the attic, 
And we were trying to figure out how is it possible was it that the mold... strictly in the spot above the hi-hat fixture? Well, what happened was we were trying to figure out how the heck did mold grow in insulation because insulation is not organic. Well, right. And it turned out that all the dust from the house was getting pulled through the insulation and it was entering it through the hi-hat light fixtures. The insulation was filtering it and the mold was feeding on the dust. So oh. you, do, you do get a lot of moisture and a lot of dust that goes through those hi-hat light fixtures and I'm not surprised he's having that problem. But hopefully he's on the road to recovering his cherished popcorn stealing once again. If you, on the other hand, would like to get rid of your popcorn stealing, we can help you with that too. Call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. All right, Jason in Texas, this is an interesting question. Since the hurricane, your fridge magnets don't stick anymore? <laughs> That's right. Um, when they came through, the electricity went out for about a week and a half, and, you know, we got every, all the food out. We cleaned everything out. It was actually a refrigerator, a side-by-side refrigerator, and, a, and an upright deep freeze. Um, we cleared everything out. We got the electricity back on, and now uh, we haven't even used either one of them because the refrigerators, the magnets won't stick. They won't, the door won't shut any longer. <laughs> Interesting. That's and so they're, they're practically new. They, you know, they. I'm, I say practically new. They're, they're in, you know, real good shape. We never had any problems before. So it's the appliance weather stripping. Right. Uh, the, the little door. right that weather stripping right right along the outside edge. There's a little. I guess I thought there's magnets. They may not be. Yeah, it, it may. You're right. It may not be. But if it's not sticking anymore, that stuff's replaceable. <laughs> right. Just you mean just the stripping? Sure. Where would I be able to find that? At? You know, oh, we've been. You know what, we got um, these little. You know, these little mini refrigerators we're using now because. You can't leave anything open or else it just, you know, it doesn't stay cold. You know, there's a great uh, website out there for appliance parts. It's called repairclinic.com. Just repairclinic.com. Repairclinic.com. And they have parts for all sorts of appliances and certainly would have the weather stripping for a refrigerator door. Right. Do you know what could cost something like that? Not much. I, I wouldn't expect it to be more than more than probably 30 to 50 bucks. It was the strangest thing to me because, you know, electricity's gone out before, um, but... This time, I guess, you know, never that long, but this time, after that long period of time, it, uh, they won't stick anymore. Mm. Somehow it got decharged, I guess. Huh, that's weird. Well, I sure do appreciate the website. I'll go mm. on there and, and get those ordered then. Yeah, have you cleaned all the way around so that there's nothing sticky or waxy or greasy on the yeah, other side? Yeah, absolutely. Of it? We went through, you know, we could pull yeah. all the food out and we just cleaned everything out because, you know, after that long, it was, you know, it was pretty rotten in there, but we got it all cleaned out real. How old is the refrigerator? It's probably four years old. Yeah, well, it might be time to replace the gaskets anyway. Yeah, so get, go ahead and get new ones now. Yeah, go ahead and get new ones, get it done. As much as I eat, too, you know, opening and shutting that door. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sure do appreciate it. You're very welcome, Jason. Yeah, have a great day. Thanks for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Listening on K E E L. You know, it's so funny. From the question, I'm thinking, so you won't use your refrigerator because you can't put your Six Flags magnet on it. Oh, so you were <laughs> like, thinking it was the like the you know little house magnets and the yeah. Magnets. I'm like, oh, so all those trips you take and you collect those magnets. I'm like, that's kind of weird. I don't see how that would ruin like, your well, day like, with the fridge. Do they stick to the file cabinet? You know, <laughs> do they stick to other things in your house? Can you put them on the hood over the <laughs> oven? <laughs> Yes, well, there are different types of fridge magnets. Some you stick on and some you stick in. That's funny. <laughs> Pretty funny. One eight 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 money pit. Well, when it comes to choosing a lot for your dream home, you know what they say. Location, 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 darling. Right, but there's one part of that location that can mean the difference between a solid foundation and one that could literally crumble under feet. We'll give you the dirt on that after this.
This portion of the Money Pit is being sponsored by Peerless. If you're putting in a new bathroom or kitchen faucet, Peerless can help you with every step, including the hardest one, getting that old faucet out. For a complete undo-it-yourself guide, visit the Peerless Faucet Coach at FaucetCoach.com. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. So if you're thinking about uh, building a house, because maybe you can't find one that you like, you're going to build one from scratch, and you're looking around for the lot to build your dream home on, don't just look around. Look down. Some (laughs) soil types will actually shrink and swell with the elements, pressure, and time. You can get expansive soils that are made up of clay that actually change quite a bit depending on how much water they get around them. You know, we get a lot of questions about water in the basement and cracked foundation walls. If your home happens to be built on clay soil, and those of you that do know exactly what I'm talking about, when that clay gets wet, it expands. It can push those walls right in. So it's really important to know what kind of soil is in that lot before you sign the contract to buy it. So get a soils engineer, find out if a test has been done. You can have soil samples taken and processed. They're not that expensive. Your architect or your engineer will know how to get that done. And then you'll know if it's worth building on that lot. Okay, Jason from Delaware needs to know the difference between a heat pump and a heater. Jason, how can we help? Uh, That's basically the question there. The house is uh, about 3,500 square feet. And, of course, we have the heat pump for upstairs and regular gas heater for downstairs, and my electric bill is uh, topping out at over $300 a month, and I wow. want to know if there's uh, that heat pump, should I have it on, what does it exactly do? Yeah, good question. Um, why, may I ask, Jason, do you have uh, a heat pump on one zone and a gas furnace on the other zone? Um, that's how the house was built. Huh. So it's just kind of one of those things that you inherited, you don't exactly know why. Okay, well, the problem is that you should have two gas furnaces, not one heat pump and one furnace, especially in Delaware where it gets super cold out. A heat pump is um, much like an air conditioner that runs in a reverse refrigeration cycle. In fact, the compressor on the outside of your house probably gives you air conditioning on that zone as well. And the only difference between the compressor that runs a heat pump and the compressor that runs an air conditioning system is a part called a reversing valve. And the reversing valve simply does just that. It reverses the flow of refrigerant. So think of a window air conditioner. You know it blows hot air out and cold air in. Well, if you could turn it upside down and shove it back in the window, you'd you'd sort of have a heat pump. That's basically what a heat pump is. But the downside of a heat pump, Leslie, as we've talked before, is that it just doesn't do a good job of keeping up with the drop in temperature in a really severe cold area like Delaware. Well, and it's really expensive. Yeah, exactly. What will happen is if you set your heat at, say, uh, 72, and it gets cold outside and the temperature inside the house falls to 71 or 70, the heat pump will come on and it will use that refrigeration cycle to add heat to your home. However, if the temperature drops below 70, more than 2 degrees between what you set it at and what it actually is in the house, guess what that heat pump has for a helper? It has a backup electric resistance furnace. And basically, that is the most expensive way to heat anything with resistant heat. So those coils kick on. The electric meter starts spinning, and the people at the electric company are having a big party at your expense. (laughs) Exactly. So um, I would recommend that you replace that heat pump, if possible, with a gas furnace. Now, 
The super Is that an easy ones, improvement? How do you know if you're capable of making that adjustment? Here's what you'd need to do. You need to, A, get the gas line up to where that heat pump is, so easiest way you can. And secondly, um, you need to get that, that gas furnace vented. Now, that can actually be easier than you think. You don't need a regular chimney for that because the high-efficiency gas furnaces go out through a plastic vent pipe. So it actually may not be that complicated to get that thing vented. But I think that that is going to be your improvement here, and that the only one I can really suggest. In the meanwhile, you might want to think about a clock setback thermostat for the heat pump. Um, but the thing is, uh, Jason, if you get a clock setback thermostat for the heat pump, you need to make sure that the clock setback thermostat is designed specifically for a heat pump. It's different than the regular setback thermostat that you might use downstairs on a gas furnace because what the heat pump clock, pack, clock setback does is it moves the heat ever so slowly up and down. If you bounce the thermostat from, from one temperature to another, the electric resistance heat is going to go on all the time. But if you inch it very slowly so you don't exceed that 2-degree differential, then you'll be okay. So those are really your options. Clock setback thermostat designed for the heat pump or just replace it with a gas furnace. Okay. Okay, Jason, thanks so much for calling us at one Money Pit. Nosy people can be so annoying, always sticking their nose in other people's business. That's right, but if you are buying a house, there's one super nosy person you definitely want to bring along before signing on the dotted line. Find out who that super snooper is next. Money Pit! Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you... You'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. It doesn't match the new shower curtain is a perfectly good reason for replacing your old faucet. As is, I'd rather be looking at brushed nickel when I wash my hands. And that classic motivator of home improvement, companies coming. That's where I come in. I'm the Peerless Faucet Coach, and when you visit me at faucetcoach.com, I'll stick with you through every step of your faucet installation. All you need to get started is one good reason. If that reason is my old faucet keeps spraying me in the face, well, that'll work too. Over the course of 50 years, you could have three children. You could buy nine cars. You could take 66 vacations. You could own seven pets. And you could need only one roof, provided you invest in a metal roof. Metal roofing is investment-grade roofing because it pays you back over time. It stands up to rain, hail, high winds, and wildfires, and is built to endure for decades. Plus, metal roofing is available in all kinds of beautiful colors and styles. To learn more about investment-grade roofing, visit MetalRoofing.com and see how, over time, a metal roof can save you enough money to pay for a lot of those vacations. Did you know that many home insurance companies offer lower premiums for homes with metal roofing? It's one more reason to consider durable and beautiful investment-grade metal roofing. For details or to find a contractor in your area, log on to MetalRoofing.com. Did you know that the air inside your home can be up to 100 times more polluted than the air outside? No matter how clean you keep your home, it's littered with harmful contaminants like viruses, bacteria, and mold. 
pet dander, dust, and pollen. Contaminants that cause illness and make allergies and asthma much more severe. Thankfully, there's a way to make your home healthy. The April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. Using the best air cleaning technology available, April Air is the only whole home air cleaner that effectively removes harmful contaminants, even viruses, from the air your family breathes. And that makes your whole home a comfortable, healthy place to be. Your family deserves the best, so why not give them the best? Make your whole home healthier with the April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. of the Money Pit is being brought to you by April Air, developers of Intelligent Zone Comfort Control Systems. April Air's professionally installed zone control systems allow you to maintain the perfect temperature all day, every day, in every room of your home. The system works automatically to correct air distribution problems, eliminating hot and cold spots. With April Air zoning control systems, you'll immediately feel more comfortable, save energy, and save money. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Give us a call about your home improvement question. Let us solve your do-it-yourself dilemma. So, you're thinking about buying a house? There is one super nosy person that you want to bring along. Any guess who that could be? Mm, your father-in-law? No. <laughs> uh, your cousin's sister's brother? Yeah, something like that, right? Well, only if your cousin's sister's brother is a professional home inspector. They are professional snoopers, and these guys are <laughs> trained experts and know how to uncover problems that could take you years, and I mean years, to find out. Or they could uncover a problem that you might learn about on the day of closing. Wouldn't that kind of stink? You close on the house, you hand, they hand you, you the keys. You go home. You go home, it rains that night, your roof falls in, that could like ruin your best day. That's why you want to hire a professional home inspector. They give you detailed reports on the home before you actually buy it. You want to sign up to get an inspection done right when you right before kind of you go into contract or maybe right when you go into contract. Most contracts have contingencies that let before you Before you even bid on it. Well, see well, now bid, that's a good secure the bid. Well, the theory, you know, there's actually two schools of thought on that. I'm glad you brought that up. If you get the inspection done before you actually bid on the house, you have no hold on it. So you're going to spend three or four or five hundred dollars on the home inspection. Right, but if you really else... love the house and you want to know if it's worth the money that they're asking, or maybe it should be a little less, I got a better way to do it. Here's the way to do it. Here, you know, I was a home inspector all those years, so here is like the advice I used to give all my clients that I would never tell the realtors what I was doing. Okay. Here's what I would say: say, look, go in and negotiate your absolute best deal on the house. Don't sign an as-is contract that says you're accepting the, the property as-is. Just negotiate your best deal. Make sure you have a home inspection contingency clause, which says that you have the right to get the home inspection done in the next you know, week to 10 days. See, because here's what happens. Then you hire me. I go in. I find everything that's wrong with the house. And guess what you do? You, you get negotiate money off. Again. Again. So you can negotiate twice that way. Because, you know, what happens if I say, well, it turns out that your furnace has a cracked heat exchanger and has to be replaced. So you're going to go back to the seller and say, you know, I didn't know it had a cracked furnace and I want to buy your house that way. And they're going to go, well, okay, we'll replace the furnace. And guess what happened? You just got a brand new furnace. See how that works? 
Now you know why the realtors used to hate me as a home inspector. They had a nickname for me. They called me Tommy Gunn because I used to blow (laughs) all their deals. super snooper. I wasn't out to do that. We we were out to help people find out what's wrong with the house before they buy it. And look, if you're going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on a house, you deserve to know everything that's about it. So if you're going to buy a house, get a home inspection first. Best way to find one, by the way, is to go to the website for the nonprofit organization, the American Society of Home Inspectors, and that's at ashi.org, ashi.org. All right, and coming up in our next e-newsletter, the three most important things any good home inspector should investigate. So sign up for our free e-newsletter now at www.moneypit.com. It comes right to your inbox every Friday. It's filled with tons of great tips, and it's free, so be sure to look for our inspector info next week. 888-666-3974. You call us right now. We'll throw your name in the Money Pit hard hat for a brand new Peerless Lavatory Faucet worth 65 bucks. You want to update the look of the bathroom? Call us right now. You could win that great faucet from Peerless. 888-666-3974. Who's next? Okay, next up is Karen from Rhode Island who finds the Money Pit on WPRO. What can we do for you? Oh, hi, guys. Um, yes, I quit the show, and I had some questions. I have a couple of remodeling jobs um, that I need to do, and I didn't know which way to go to get more, more bang for my buck. Like, um, I have a bathroom remodel I need totally done, gutted. I have a basement that's finished that got flooded in October, so that's all torn apart. Um, and then, of course, a kitchen. And I wasn't too sure. I know the kitchen and bathroom add money, but... I don't know which one to go first if I don't have a lot of money to do. Karen, you know, there's a website uh, that uh, Remodeling Online maintains that has something that's called the cost versus value report. And I find it to be a very valuable resource. Basically what they do is they do a survey every year to try to figure out which home improvements have the best return on investment. And all three of the improvements that you're tackling have a great return on investment. In fact, they're so close it's probably you know not worth even considering what's going to give you the best because they're all going to give you good returns on investment. For example, you mentioned that you're working on a bathroom, a kitchen, and a basement. Um, a bathroom remodel, national average, you get 102% uh, return on investment if you sell the house within a year. So in other words, you basically get dollar for dollar on a bathroom. Yeah, it seems like you actually make money doing a bathroom. You want to talk about um, doing a kitchen, say a mid-range kitchen remodel, 91% return on investment, and a basement is 90% return on investment. So, oh, I got a good, all good, three good projects. All good projects, exactly. So no matter which one of those you do, you're going to get a great return on investment as long as you know you don't go overboard and get too crazy. Generally, you want to do things that add value and not get too personalized and, and too sort of out of the ordinary. You know, if you choose all of that really wacky wallpaper for one of those rooms, I don't know, maybe it'll be down below those numbers. But on average, you get a great return on investment for all of those rooms. So I would say, Leslie, pick the one she wants to do the best. Yeah, or the one that's in the worst shape or the one that needs the most help. And I think they're all going to be good for you. The basement wasn't supposed to be done, but then we got flooded out back in October in the rainstorms. Our whole finished basement got totaled. So I mean, now we have to throw that in a loop. It's all, you know, demolished. Did you get insurance money on that? No. no we don't live in bad. a flood area. Um, no. It was just the rains of 10 days of rain in Rhode Island. And um, I never had rain and water in 20 years. Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, luckily I had a team. I had mold, you know, had it get removed and... We, a lot of people got hurt. I didn't get a cleaning team in here for almost 10 days because they were wow. all booked up. It seems yep. to me that the basement might provide the most beneficial earnings to your sales. Because especially if you bring in 
uh, if someone brings in an inspector or home inspector, they're going to look down there and they're going to see, oh, what was this flood? What was all of this from? And then it might deter them a little bit from pursuing a little bit more with your house. Whereas something that's just stylistically not pleasing, you know, you can think beyond that. But if something seems like it could be a huge problem. Well, it sounds to me like the basement is the one that's really bothering you the most. So go ahead and tackle that. I, I agree, Leslie. That's probably the best place to start. Okay? Sounds great. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. So, it's called your home's envelope, but you can't lick this envelope to keep it shut. And by your home's envelope, you'd be really unhappy if you did that. (laughs) But your home's envelope, or the windows, doors, walls, and roof, are very vulnerable to leaks from both air and water. Coming up, find out how to diagnose and fix some of those leaks next. This portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools. Pro features, affordable prices. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. You got a home improvement question? Email us right now to helpme at moneypit.com. You might not be able to pick up the phone. If you're driving down the road, please don't cause an accident. (laughs) Wait till you get home and email us. And to prove to you that we actually do read and respond to as many emails as we can, let's tackle them right now. Okie dokes. Here's one from Mary. It says, how can I fix double hung windows that have a leak in the seal allowing fogging and film on the inside of the windows? Do I have to replace the windows altogether? All right, Tom, say that word. I love the word. You know oh, what I'm the talking love, about. You lo- the, the word you love? Yes, yeah, say it. Swiggle. It's a swiggle, swiggle failure. Swiggle. What's the swiggle? That's that rubbery stuff that is the seal between the panes of glass. What's happened swiggle. here, Mary, is the swiggle has failed and has allowed moisture to get in between your panes of glass. Now, the good news is that it actually doesn't affect energy efficiency all that much. The bad news is it looks really yucky and it can't be fixed. Yes, you will have to replace the windows. You can clean them all you want. They kind of look foggy and gross. But it's on the inside. But it's on the inside, so you can't get to it. So you'd have to replace the windows. If you start to get a lot of these then maybe you'll want to think about doing that because there really is no fix for it. Basically, it's a seal failure. So That's so sad that such a fun word means such a terrible thing. <laughs> you know, I never thought of it that way, Leslie, and that's why you're on this show. Hmm. Swiggle. Let's tackle the Mer. next one from Dan in Georgia. All right. I have an enclosed porch with a low-pitched shed roof. The shingles on the roof are a roll type and are bubbling and coming loose. The ceiling is plywood, and I doubt that it's insulated. There are no soffit or other vents for the small ceiling joist area. I need to replace the roof and also would like to improve the insulation so the roof is more usable in winter and summer. What do you recommend? Many, many questions. First of all, get rid of the roll roofing. Roll roofing is just awful That's, stuff. Is that like a sheet vinyl product except no, for your it's, roof? No, uh, it's, it's like three foot wide asphalt sheets of uh, roofing material that you overlap usually. Are they usually. dimensional looking shingles or not no, even? No, no, it's actually, it's actually a, it's a, think of a roll of tar paper. It's like that except it's like a roofing material. And you, could put the, you can put it down two ways, either single coverage where you overlap it about six inches 
on the three-foot sheet or double coverage. Either way, it's really cheap roofing. So very quickly, I would remove that. I would put some rubber roofing down. In terms of the insulation, if you have an 8-inch ceiling joist, put only 4 inches of insulation or 6 inches to leave some air space. And when you pull the old roof off, replace any bad plywood because it's not going to get any better. Oh, Dan, we've got a lot of stuff on your honeydew list this weekend. Sorry. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. This show is hosted by one person that is creative, talented, and funny, and me. I'm Tom Cartwright. <laughs> that person is Leslie Segretti, <laughs> and Leslie is going to share some of that style that she has on today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Oh, funny guy. You always keep me on the edge of my seat, Tom. All right, folks. Well, moldings can add style to a room, and they also serve an important structural purpose as well. They offer an attractive disguise for the joints between the walls and ceilings, your floors, your windows and doors. And all homes move. They're going to expand and contract, but your molding will conceal all of those minor cracks in those areas. So it's not only decorative, it's helpful. There are a wide range of profiles and materials available, so it's easy to mold a custom look for your home today. And if you're going to hire a handyman to do that project, we can help with that too. Coming up next week on The Money Pit, tips for hiring a handyman. Find out about the one thing that wastes time and slows down the progress of your project when the handyman takes it on. Learn how to avoid that next week on The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Hey, 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 Money Pit. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.